Hey Fantasy Freaks, this is your leader Christian Michael. Today is Sunday, August 19th. Um, my last episode, we went through Thursday's three games, as well as my defense, uh, kicker, and tight end rankings. Um, it's a good one, so if you didn't get that, definitely go back and check out that episode. Um, but today we're just going to go through these these uh, Friday and Saturday games. There was a lot, none today uh, for some reason, but... Let's uh, get started with our Friday game. So, Bills and Browns, who we're going to cover first. Uh, not a whole lot on the Bills side, uh, other than Josh Allen and Nathan Peterman looking pretty good. A.J. McCarron suffered a hairline fracture on his collarbone, so it doesn't look like he uh, will be able to compete for that job. So, I look for Josh Allen to get that job. I don't think there's a whole lot of fantasy relevance other than um, he's got pretty good chemistry with Kelvin Benjamin. Um, Chris Ivory didn't look very good, but he just played with the ones, and then they brought in a guy named Marcus Murphy, who did pretty good. Four uh, carries for 39 yards. Not a whole lot there. I would still look for Chris Ivory to get a bulk of those uh, carries if LaShawn McCoy um, is suspended, but right now it doesn't look like he's going to be. So, Um, On the Browns side, Baker Mayfield, uh, while Josh Allen on the Bills side tends to show his age, Baker Mayfield has not. He looks like a seasoned vet. Uh, you know, he's going against twos and threes, but he looked, he's just looked really poised and impressive. But so does Tyrod Taylor. And I don't think Mayfield's going to be able to take away his job. It would be a Browns thing um, if they threw him out there early. Uh, I think. The best thing for Baker Mayfield if he is if he can just sit back and learn from Tyrod Taylor. He's a consummate pro. Uh, kind of like the way that Aaron Rodgers did with Brett Favre. Um, looks like the Browns rushed pretty well. Uh, Carlos Hyde, 9 carries, 64 yards and a touchdown. And a freaking stiff arm that you have to see. Slam this corner's head into the ground and scampered for a good 20 yards or so. Uh, if you listen to my my uh, past episode, you guys know that I'm down on Nick Chubb, but he showed pretty good. Um, not as good as Hyde, but 11 carries, 53 yards, and a touchdown. That's good news for them because he looked awful in the last game. I think he had 15 carries for 11 yards. So um, both Hyde and Chubb got into the end zone. Duke Johnson, four for 27. Some a couple catches out of the backfield. He's a pretty good um, target if you want to get him in PPR leagues. He's a good flex option. So uh, other than that, not a whole lot on Bills and Browns. Let's move on to Panthers and Dolphins. This game was much more exciting. A uh, couple question marks in this game. Where was Kalen Balage? We have, uh, in the fantasy community, we have really been... Excited to see this Arizona State back while he runs a little upright and is kind of a big, bulky back. Um, I thought he was the most talented running back on that team, but he did not play. Um, last week, they showed footage of Tannehill kicking him out of the huddle, apparently for not knowing uh, some blocking schemes or something like that. So, you know... That Adam Gase does not have 
patience with running backs. I mean, he got rid of his best running back last year and gave him away for nothing. To what? Give him to the Super Bowl champs with Jay Ajayi. So um, he doesn't deal with any BS there. So I look for Drake and Gore to get the majority of work there. Real disappointing. I thought Balazs was going to be a good sleeper this year. But uh, Drake had eight carries for 54 yards. Uh, Frank Gore did not play. Doesn't need to. I think he's had enough tread on his tires. He doesn't need to prove anything in the preseason. Um, other notes, Tannehill looked good, 14 for 17, 100 yards. Uh, I noted that Albert Wilson here had seven targets. The reason why I put that, I don't know if he's going to be really fantasy relevant, uh, but that slot receiver role is between him and Danny Amendola. And from what I've heard, Albert Wilson looks better than Amendola. But keep an eye on that, guys. I don't really believe that. I think Amendola will he'll find a way to to get that and beat out Wilson. Um, that's that's it on the Dolphins' side. Not a whole lot. The exciting part. The Panthers' side. Run CMC. Christian McCaffrey looked like a total beast. Uh, five carries. 92 yards. A touchdown. 71-yard long run. Um, and then four carries for 28 yards. He separated himself from the corners just looking like a beast he's put on some weight in the offseason and he's just looking so much better this year Uh, so he ended up with over 120 yards um, and really only had nine touches so look out for CMC he's going to be shooting up draft boards but he might be worth that the spot where he ends up Uh, his backup that is um, going to assume that Jonathan Stewart role CJ Anderson looked good Eight carries, 39 yards. Um, and then Kenyon Barner, uh, the speedster from University of Oregon. Uh, five for 73. So he might be uh, have some sneaky upside. Kind of have like that Fozzie Whitaker role or that Curtis uh, Artis Samuels role. Um, so that's all I got right there on, on them. They look good. Chiefs and Falcons, let's move on. The most exciting part of this entire night (laughs) was this freaking bomb from Pat Mahomes. Um, He gets a little, like, bottled up in the backfield, and you see receivers. It looks like they're running kind of like a four verticals, if you've ever played Madden. And Tyree kills, like, just, it looks like way too far for, you know, him to pass to. So there's three guys chasing Hill, and there's a few other guys open. And Mahomes just, he like, like, sorry for another video game reference, but if you've ever seen, uh, if you ever played NFL Blitz back in the day on Nintendo 64, when your, uh, when your quarterback catches fire and then he just like almost touches the ground with the ball when he's he's going back to just huck it up in the air. That's what it looked like. That's the only thing I can even think of. Mahomes just bombs the 69-yarder to Tyreek Hill, which could easily be the fastest man in football. Um, So that was exciting. Not a whole lot other than that. Tyreek Hill ends up with four for 87 and a touchdown. Listen, guys, a lot of the experts this year are down on Tyreek Hill because... 
Uh, last year, his ADP was a lot lower than it's going to be this year. But guys, he outperformed that. And I believe he's going to at least meet expectations this year. I don't see him as a letdown. He's been a star since he has put his cleats on that field. He has not disappointed. So don't listen to these guys. Until Tyreek Hill gives you a reason to not believe in him, believe in him. Okay, on the Falcon side, um, Tevin Coleman, five carries, 35 yards. I still think he's going to be that spell running back there in that offense. He has fantasy value, but I'm not crazy about him. I like Devontae Freeman if he drops to you, but don't reach too too hard for that. I mean, it's a running back by committee there. So, um, Calvin Ridley looked good. Three for 49 and a touchdown. Guys, this just tells me Matt Ryan's going to have a good year. Uh, he's not drafted in some of these mock drafts and best ball leagues that I'm drafting in right now. Maybe pick him up as your very last pick. I think he's going to have a good year. He's not going to have as good a year as he did his, M- his MVP year, but I think he'll have a good year. And Austin Hooper, two catches, 33 yards, and a touchdown. Um, I don't think he's really relevant uh, in the tight end rankings. He's not in my top 15 either. So let's move on to the Saints and the Cardinals. Nothing on the Saints side, anything crazy. And a lot of these preseason games, guys, when I say there's not a whole lot, a lot of these teams uh, have different strategies. Like the other day, New England went out there and played the Eagles like they were in the Super Bowl again. Um, I don't know if they were trying to prove a point. But then there's this uh, game on Saturday um, that I'm going to note a little bit later. The Raiders and the Rams, they play in two weeks in the regular season. So they literally are not going to show any of their schemes. They're not even going to show certain formations and certain defensive packages. So just keep in mind that there's a lot of different strategies. The Saints, they played Taysom Hill the entire game pretty much. And... um, The BYU product did not look good. Um, One shining thing for the Saints is Mark Ingram's looking good, 7 for 36. But that's all. That's the only notes I had on that game. Um, As far as Cardinals, Bradford went in there, 6 for 6. I I think he's going to start, guys. A lot of people think Josh Rosen uh, is going to get that spot, but I doubt it. And then uh, my number one guy. My number one overall running back, number one overall player in fantasy football this year, David Johnson, looked good again. Six carries, 22 yards, and a touchdown. Um, In an interview after the game, uh, Steve Wilkes, the new head coach of Arizona Cardinals, said that Christian Kirk has separated himself in that second receiver role. Uh, He ended the night with four catches for 49 yards and a touchdown. I don't know if he has a lot of fantasy value, but definitely um, might be a sleeper. All right, um, let's move on to the Lions and the Giants. Uh, Saquon did not play on the Giants side. Giants didn't really roll out anybody of importance to that game. But on the Lions side, the only notes that I have here is uh, Blunt versus Carrion Johnson. Uh, Blunt had 11 carries for 32 yards. Not very impressive. That's... You know, less than three yards a carry. Uh, carry on four for nine. That's 
that's a battle that you guys really need to pay attention to. Carry uh, on Johnson. He was a value before, but you got a lot of these an- analysts that um, are really, 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 really high on him and just shoot his ED- ADP way up the board. Um, I still think Blunt is going to get that uh, first and second down rule. Guys, look at his head coach. New head coach, Matt Patricia. He has a relationship. Um, going back to the New England Patriots, when Blunt played for them, I mean, they basically went to a Super Bowl every year. So, um, a defensive-minded guy, he doesn't really uh, have a whole lot of guys from his, you know, from his past teams, but he's got Blunt. I think he's going to roll Blunt out week one, but keep an eye out for that, guys. It's very important that you keep an eye out on these because Carrion Johnson could very well be the starter by week one. So, let's keep an eye next week. And I'll let you guys know what I think about all these different running back battles uh, and my final episode of the preseason right before um, most most people are doing their drafts. So that was all the Friday games, guys. Let's move on to Saturday. Um, 49ers versus the Texans. Um, my notes here I have is Garoppolo looked good. Uh, he threw a pick, but he threw a touchdown and... Who did he um, throw the majority of his yardage to? Marquise Goodwin. Guys, this guy is a speedster. I mean, he's on the U.S. uh, hurdle team for track, so he's got the speed. You know, I said Tyreek Hill's the fastest guy in football, but it very well could be this guy, Marquise Goodwin. He finished with... Three receptions for 61 yards. Um, Definitely got to keep an eye on this this running back situation in uh, in the the 49ers. Sorry. Um, Jeremy McNichols had 13 cut touches. 10 carries for 28 yards and 3 for 19. So I'm just going, what is, who is this going to be? Because Jarek McKinnon's hurt. Matt Burita's hurt. And then they give McNichols, who was like their fifth stringer, they give him the majority bulk of the carries. So definitely keep an eye out on that. I still think Jarek McKinnon, follow the money, guys. He was paid a ton of money to come there in the offseason and be that Devontae Freeman-type role for uh, Kyle Shanahan's offense. Uh, The other note I have on the Niners is Dante Pettis, 2 for 32. Um, so nothing huge, but I think he he probably will be a guy that you should target near the end of drafts. Okay, for Houston, Sean Watson looked good. Five for eight, 73 yards and a touchdown. And the only other thing that I have written down here is Bruce Ellington, Braxton Miller, and Sammy Coates combined for 21 targets. I don't know if this is the coaching staff trying to get um, somebody more involved other than DeAndre Hopkins. Um, obviously, Hopkins did not play. But last year, we know that Hopkins dominated uh, when it came to targets. Uh, they kind of just threw to him every play, which why, which is why he's, he's ranked so high. Um, and why I have him as my number one wide receiver overall. Um, so I don't know who's going to emerge as that guy. Is it 
Sammy Coates, he's kind of like a big body type. But these other guys, Ellington and Braxton Miller, they're both, they're both kind of slot guys. So I don't really know what to make of that. Let's see what they do in their next game. Um, let's move on to Tampa Bay and the Titans. Um, so Mariota had one series. He was four for seven, 80 yards and a touchdown. They went down there, scored, did their thing, pulled him. The other uh, note I have here is Taewon Taylor. Four uh, catches for 95 yards and two touchdowns. Guys, he could emerge if Corey Davis does not get his shit together. Um, if Rashard Matthews starts the season on the pup, Taewon Taylor could be a sneaky, sneaky pick. So if you're drafting best ball right now, definitely take Taewon Taylor as like your last pick because it could be huge upside. I mean, guys, 95 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, what are we talking? 14 and 9 or 20, 20. Man, I have bad math. 15 fantasy points. Okay. Um, on the Tampa Tampa side, Jameis Winston looked great. 13 for 18, 226 and two touchdowns. Um, well, Fitzpatrick was 5 for 13. So, I know Winston's missing three or four games, but I think he's a sneaky good guy to have on your bench, um, especially if you're going to go out and like start like a Tyrod Taylor type um, or somebody um, who has injury issues or something because Winston will tear it up after he's done with the suspension. He looked great. So Peyton Barber... Still continues to get the bell cow role for Dirk Cutter in this offense. It's got to be really frustrating for people who have a lot of stock in Ronald Jones. Because he looks awful, guys. Like, the the first game, he had, I think... Um, what did he have? I think he had nine carries for 11 yards. Something like that. He did have a touchdown. Okay, nine carries for eight yards. Jeez. That's not good. Um, and then to, uh, on Sunday, Saturday, he had four carries for two yards. So it's not good when you have more carries than yards, guys. Uh, he's trending way, way down. And Peyton Barber, six for 32. He looked good. Um, other notes I have, Deshaun Jackson, two catches for 73 yards, a 54-yard bomb. Guys, Deshaun Jackson is a great value in best ball. The reason why I have him in best ball and why you all should is he goes so late in these rounds and there's weeks where he will get these 50-yard bombs and will go in there as your receiver slot in your best ball leagues. Mike Evans, two catches for 49 yards. OJ Howard, two for 31. And Cameron Brait, two for 28. So um, definitely keep an eye out. Eye out for O.J. Howard and Cameron Bray. They are competing for that job there. Um, and I I don't know if any either of them are really relevant. It sucks, guys, because O.J. Howard is so talented. Guy could probably lose 20 pounds and be a dominant receiver if he wanted to. That's the kind of athleticism, Evan Ingram-type athleticism this guy has. But... He needs to win the job. He's so much more talented than Cameron Bray. Um, but I don't know if it's a blocking issue or something, but 
Nobody has emerged there as the leading tight end. So let's move on to Bengals and Cowboys. Not a whole lot on the Bengals side. Dalton, Andy Dalton looks good. Red Rifle, 5 for 7, 41 yards. John Ross had a nice catch, 29 yards, but nothing other than that. Um, on the Cowboys side, Dak Prescott looked good. He had a little like rollout to the left touchdown to Terrence Williams, 86 yards. Um, and a touchdown for Dak Prescott on the day. Uh, Rod Smith uh, looked really good. He he got um, 13 carries for 49 yards. Guy's such a physical runner. He just runs fools over. He's he's a guy that I like to target, especially. He's he's one of these guys that if you invest a number one overall pick on Ezekiel Elliott, pick up Rod Smith. Um, maybe as your very last pick, but have that security blanket because if you're going to invest so highly in a guy like Elliot and he ends up going down and somebody picks up Rod Smith on the waivers, I mean, you're screwed. Your season's done with. So definitely handcuff a guy like that. So he had 13 carries, 49 yards, and he had a couple receptions, but I did not um, put that in my notes. Something I did put in my notes is Rico Gathers and Blake Jarwin and Jeff Swain. It's three guys all competing to replace Jason Witten there in the Big D. Um, Blake Jarwin had five targets, uh, which means they're trying to get him going, but Rico Gathers looked the best. The former Baylor basketball player, two catches for 32 yards. I don't think he's going to get it. I think it'll probably be Jeff Swain, uh, which sucks because Gathers has the athleticism and kind of a gives you that Jimmy Graham feel because, you know, the basketball player thing. Uh, Terrence Williams, I noted earlier, had that touchdown. Um, and Michael Gallup had five targets. Continues to look good, guys. He does. Um, and then we're going to finish out here with the Raiders and Rams. Like I prefaced earlier, guys, they did not show anything. The backup running backs, however, balled out. Uh the guy Warren on Oakland looks like a young Marshawn Lynch, but maybe bigger and more physical. If like like, do you guys remember his days? Um, do you remember that run that Marshawn had in Seattle uh, probably five years ago against the Saints? Where I mean, I think it's called the Beast Mode run. He just like runs over like six guys. This is how this Warren guy looks for Oakland. Um, I hope he makes the team. He's not going to be fantasy relevant this year because Jalen Richard. Doug Martin and Marshawn Lynch, but I hope he makes the team. Um, maybe he can like they can put him in like a fullback role. I don't know what kind of a blocker he is, but I hope he. I'm rooting for this guy. I think he could be. They could trade this guy away, and he could be a starting running back easily. I bet you if if Seattle picked this guy up, he would smoke Chris Carson. Like he would be the the bell cow there easily. Um, and let's not even start with Rashad Penny. What a disappointment. Um, and then Kelly for the Rams look good. That's Todd Gurley's uh, backup. He looks good. Like I said before, guys, um, if you're going to invest in a number one overall in a guy uh, like Todd Gurley, get his backup. Get Kelly. I know a lot of experts will tell you no to handcuffs. But if you're going to take, if you have one of those one, two, three, or four picks and you're going to take one of the top five running backs you are investing way too much like 
if you're gonna take, uh, let's say you get Ezekiel Elliott as number one or David Johnson as number one, your second draft pick is not until the 21. Like, that's there's 20 players gone in between that. So you definitely need to secure that handcuff if you're gonna go with one of those um, top three guys. I think the guy in Arizona is Chase Edmonds. I think he's gonna be the backup there. Um, so that's it for the weekend, guys. Um, so in my next episode, um, we are going to cover some do's and don'ts. I'm going to try to get you ready for your drafts. Drafts are going to be here pretty soon. Uh, most people are drafting either this weekend, next weekend, or the next weekend. So this next three weeks, listen to my stuff. Guys, you're going to win your league if you follow these strategies. So, anyway, I will get back to you guys um, with do's and don'ts, and we're going to go through um, probably on Thursday on some more preseason games. So, uh, definitely go out there and do your mock drafts. Do some best ball. It's fun in the meantime, and it gives you good practice uh, for the fantasy season. All right, enjoy.